What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Geeks and Company and another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Very specifically, episode 100 of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Now, I, I wish I had clapping in my soundboard. Actually, do I have? I have. There you go. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but uh, one. Hey. There it is. There it is. Episode 100. I'm a little dumbfounded, guys, to be honest, that we're at episode 100. We've got the whole crew here. Before we start talking to anybody, though, guys, if you haven't liked and subscribed, please take two seconds. Go click that subscribe button. It really, really, really helps us out. Clicking the like button also really helps propagate this show through YouTube. So, you know, it costs you nothing. It takes two seconds, and we really, really, really appreciate it. Episode 100. Where do I start? My co-host. I mean, I guess I have to start there. I mean, dude. Let's let's actually let's just tell a quick story here because this show literally started two years ago, almost to the week. And um, Mr. Cosplay Alliance was bugging me to start my own channel, and he's like, "JS, you got to start your own channel, and you got to start your own podcast, and you got to do your own thing." And being who he is, he had me start doing interviews on his YouTube channel, and and so on and so forth. So. One day I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's let's start a podcast. Let's talk about some geeky stuff. And I decided, who am I going to do this with? And and the first person I reached out to was Mr. Messiah Complex Cosplay, my buddy Aka. <laughs> How are you doing, Mr. Jeff? After that lead up, man, alive. I don't know if I can even live up to that. I'm I'm Two scared. Years ago. I'm intimidated. I need to be held. Two yeah. No. 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 Freaking years ago. Two years ago. And uh, I remember distinctly it too. Later on, I asked you, I'm like, why, why, why did you ask me? Like, the internet's full of weirdos and losers and idiots. Why did you ask me? And I, I don't remember what it was, but regardless, thanks. You started all this and you reached out and asked me to be part of it. And initially, there were supposed to be like four or five of us, and it just ended up being you and I. And we've just mm -hmm. been doing this now for the last two years. So, mm -hmm. been a great way to kill time during the pandemic. And now it's a whole damn thing. So, here we are. Yeah, the, the original idea friends. was actually we originally called it the Geeks of the Roundtable is what it was originally called. But then we found out pretty quickly there was another podcast called the Geeks of the Roundtable. There were several. Well, there were several. <laughs> fair enough. It was a good name, but there was a lot of other people using that name. So, you know, we had to come up with something else. We ended up with the Geek Boutique and it was supposed to be four people, the four same people over and over again. And uh I mean, it ended, like you said, it just ended up me and you. And now uh, we have all our friends here today, though. Exactly. Uh, at the end of, of our row here, uh, Mr. Roberto the Bad Guy is. Hey, Los <laughs> in the house. My buddy Rob. <laughs> How you doing? down doors. Picking down doors, yeah. yeah that's great. Picking down I doors. Am doing oh. Fantastic. We're gonna we're gonna see you, Rob, kicking down doors later. Actually, that's uh, that's pretty funny. You don't want to encounter an angry Rob. Trust me, that's it. No, I was very passionate about one of the yes. episodes. Yes, passionate. Least. That's what we're gonna go with, <laughs> not just in a blind rage. Uh, below me, right here, that Valkyrie girl, Miss Megan. How are you? I'm doing good. I am very very busy right now because i'm getting ready for our market next week but mm -hmm. that's okay i don't need sleep and it's a big one too isn't it seven days seven days Three wow. times wow. Seven days. you know how many people they're expecting there uh, guys just so you know this is a medieval fair right in quebec yep. medieval fair in quebec. uh and how, how many people are they expecting there do you know uh so i haven't been able to find like a general tally 
anywhere online. I'll be able mm -hmm. to ask someone when I get there. But the main like event that they do is called the Grand Battle, and that's expected to have 4,000 participants. I mean, holy cow. So they're probably getting 10,000 people over the week there, if not more. Probably, so it's going to yeah. be a good fair. That should be a good time. Uh, Victoria with the melons already. No, but the one melon melon. So the 100. Oh, the 100. Yeah, oh, the one well melon done. melon. Ah, yeah. well yeah. done. Very Victoria. clever. Very well clever, young Victoria. Well Very clever. She worked that in there. And Mr. Wayne Cuff says, hey, Jen. I Producer hi, Jen hi, joining us on a rare occasion on the Geek Boutique podcast. When she's not here to to berate us about not picking Dracula, the number one villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I too have my words for that episode. You too <laughs> sure did. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're gonna talk about that episode. I mean, it's it's inevitable. Um Hey Jen, where are you right now, anyways? Because I didn't know you cosplayed Revan. That's that's fascinating. I didn't know. I always thought it was JS under the Revan. I didn't know it was you. That's awesome. You're pulling that shit off. Like, well done. Thank you. Thank yeah, yeah. you. I am in the prop shop. Nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. We're all the magic. All the, uh, all the magic. Yeah. If uh, you guys go and check out some of our videos here on YouTube, you're gonna see the prop shop a lot. Do a lot of stuff in the prop shop from. Mm -hmm geek tests to build videos to just you know messing around uh make sure you check it out There's a lot of good videos there a lot of good content oh the after shows guys can we uh just quickly talk about strange new worlds i don't want this to turn into a star trek episode but and have i mean okay. <laughs> week's episode or, or last week's episode because we're not going to talk okay. about this episode i have not watched it jeff i can see your face <gasps> what but, Oil a damn bit. Not saying uh, a word. I don't know what you're talking about. Knocking another arc man on that show. Has it ever been amazing? Yeah, yeah, murdering, yeah. Mur slaying on that show. Like that's really, and I think we finally have the Star Trek show that may be the the one that will bring in some new viewers because, guys, they did a musical is. episode. Guys, they did a musical episode for goodness sakes. So <laughs> that's this week's, is it not? That was just last, last week's, week's actually. Oh, last yeah. week's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Christina says, just sing a word or two. Yeah, right. she don't want to hear yeah. this singing, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you come to a karaoke night, it's a good time, but, you know. Wait, I wasn't invited to a karaoke night. When are we doing a karaoke <laughs> night? You're right. Your ears might be bleeding after you leave that. No, 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 no. I love singing. Always good for musical. Yeah, no, it was good for musical. Yeah, like for sure. Like, if, especially if that's the genre that you like to lean into already. Uh, yeah, it was a great episode. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not my particular favorite type of genre, so mm -hmm. I, it didn't really connect with me. But overall, the show was connecting like a mofo with me. Mm -hmm. That show is killer. Anyway, yeah. it's doing very, very well for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, guys, uh, what we're going to be doing tonight is we're going to be reminiscing about some episodes and moments that we've had over the last couple of years. Now, let's be honest, right? The, the, the Geek Boutique is what started it all, but this is just as much a celebration of the Geeks & Co. as it is the Geek Boutique podcast itself. And with all that said, there are two people that I want to bring up right up front. Um, there's two members of the Geeks & Co. that aren't here with us today. Um and I don't think she's watching right now, but I, I, I want to mention her anyway. First of all, Jamie. Man, Jamie has helped us out so much in the last year at cons, setting up our website, setting up our uh, uh, sh our store. Uh, listen, um, she's she not regularly involved in the podcast, but she's a big part of what we do. I, I, I can't 
say that enough. So Jamie, she, she reps the booth pretty pretty good. When oh yeah, on, so. oh yeah. So Jamie, thank you so much, and 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 everybody loves Jamie when we're at shows, right? She's the one that brings the party to the the. the Not party. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your arch nemesis. That's right. Uh, I, I also want to mention Teresa. I mean, I know Teresa, I mean, it's not like we've made you an official member of the Geeks and Co, but at this point, you pretty much are, as far as I'm concerned. You're you're just as part of what we do as everybody else. Uh, you've been with us for the last couple of cons. You've been with us at Star Wars Day. Uh, listen, thank you for basically donating your time to us and, and, and doing what you do because, you know, again, without everybody in this group, everybody plays a part in this group, right? And and everybody helps everybody do more. So, guys, thank you very much. Uh, and that goes for you guys as well, right? I hope that goes without saying that, you know, everybody. No, no, please, please say it. Go ahead. Everybody, you know, on this screen right now is just as big a part uh, of everything that we do. You can do without all of you guys, I'm just an <laughs> idiot talking on a microphone, right? Let's be honest. So you're still an idiot you know, talking in a microphone. Well, I you am still an idiot talking, idiot talking in you microphones know. with you. That's all. Yes, yes. Uh, Jen, did you? So, by the way, guys, we're yeah. not gonna. This is not Progress. a top ten. Not a top ten of our moments. We've got our own list of of the moments that we loved that we want to talk about. If there are other things that you guys want to talk about, other moments that you loved, let us know so we can discuss those as well. Um, so, Jen, did you want to get us started? I can't. I can't. So the first one, when we had talked about the different episodes that had a lot of meaning or were very memorable, uh, a couple of us asked the obvious question, which was, what is the number one podcast? What does that mean? Uh, so we looked up and we kind of took a stab at it. What was our number one viewed podcast? And it was GameCon. GameCon Canada podcast. Uh, we did that in January. It aired January 19th of this year. They it was We had Living the Dream on, uh, who was a cosplayer. She was at Fan Expo as well. Uh, she is one of the uh, cosplay competition directors for GameCon. And then we also had the organizer, Chris, uh, part of Maybell Consulting, who ran GameCon. We had him on, too. Uh, they were able to share a lot of information about the all the programming that was going on with the con. Um, it was deemed the biggest um, gaming con in Western Canada. They had over 250,000 square feet of space for its inaugural year, which is impressive, I think. Uh, and that was... Massive. Yeah, they, it was pretty, and they had the big stage. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a cosplay competition, I think, with some prizes that, mm -hmm. you know, definitely got some ears perked up. Uh, so we unfortunately didn't get to attend, uh, but we heard of uh, a lot of details on the podcast. And then, of course, afterwards, during GameCon, we were able to see a lot of people posting what happened at GameCon. So that is our number one viewed podcast of the past 100. Yeah, and I'm wondering if, 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 you know, so first of all, when we had the organizer of GameCon on, GameCon also advertised the fact that they were going to be on the show. So I'm sure that helped the views out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest here. But they had a very successful show. Is their first ever, well, first of all, it's their first ever show, period, uh, in this space. They do typically, I think, food and, and, and trade shows and stuff like that, but not, uh, not, 
fandom type show. So this was their first fandom type show. And they really killed it. They really did. They signed a deal with Warhammer. They had a huge, huge, huge present at the show. Uh, it was in Calgary, wasn't it? The it was. Line? They had invited us to go. They really wanted us there. You know, just not possible to get out there at that point, you know, and, and, and all that. So, and there's a couple clips from, or a little bit of a clip from the show. Look at me. I mean, guys, we've had Living the Dream on a couple times now. She's fantastic guests. Um, and she was one of the, what was it called? Entertainment director. I forget. She was the, com the cosplay competition director. Cosplay competition director. There you go. Yeah. I believe uh, it was a team of them. It wasn't mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. her. I believe it was a team of them, but they had a bunch of people consulting with them and they really. I think did a good job of pulling expertise from so many different areas to make sure that they covered every corner they could. So I'll be excited to see if they come to Eastern Canada. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I, for sure. If, if they come to the area, we're there. I mean, let's be honest. We, I mean, this was such a hit. We, we, if they ever come here, this is going to be another one of these big shows that we have to have to have to be at. I want to point out here, guys, Probably the one reason why this show was so popular. Look who else was on that show that night. Uh, producer Jen. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> she joined me on the show. Because, you know, Jeff, you know, had better things to do. Like go to a movie premiere or something like that. You know, <laughs> like. It's the top rated or the top viewed show on YouTube. I think you guys did all right without me. I think the message received loud and clear, guys. Don't worry. I'm retiring out of here soon. I tried to be the grumpy old man. I couldn't do it. I think that was me doing the mustache to pretending to be like you. Nice. 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 Well done. You don't quite have the level of smarmy look on your face you need, though, there to really pull that off. You got to really. I try. Yeah, yeah. But that was, it. Uh, that was a good one. It was nice. I know we're, we've been featuring a lot of cosplays and I know you guys will talk about that, about kind of the direction that you're going to go in going forward with the podcast, but it was nice to have an event, have the spokespeople from the event, get all the details ahead of time. And then people were able between then and June to watch it and kind of get a feel for it and kind of know what's going on right from the horse's mouth. So it would be nice maybe going forward if we can have some more of those episodes and give people the inside scoop. I think that was uh, a good thing. And they spilled some beans that night. Like there were actual announcements that they made exclusive announcement that nobody knew about that they made that night on the podcast. So, you know, I, I and I wouldn't be surprised if that's exclusive where the spilling news. the beans kind of started from. So, you know, uh, that was pretty neat. That, that was, uh, it was a cool episode. It wasn't my favorite episode. We're going to talk about that one a little bit later. Uh, but it was a good episode. Uh, funny enough, our next one was also, I believe, our second most watched episode. I would say, yeah. The next one that we definitely need to go over, especially you guys, because I know this was a huge one for you to be able to talk to him. But uh, you met Matthew G. Taylor at London Comic Con? It was London Comic Con. Yeah, at London Comic Con, and then had him on the podcast, which was like, yes, <laughs> great get, good guest. Listening to that one was great. Mm -hmm. What was it like actually like talking to him and having him on the podcast? Well, uh, I mean, Matt, Matt was our, 
I want to say our our first our only real celebrity, let's say, right? Like actual celebrity. Um, but when you're talking to him, it doesn't feel like a celebrity, right? He just just another guy. He's super chill. He loves talking about this stuff. He says he's not a geek, but I mean, he doesn't know all the sci-fi properties, but he geeks out about this stuff just as much as we do. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think the picture here that you're seeing does this man justice. Okay, he's a freaking ginormous fridge of a man. Like he, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big, big boy. Um, but yeah, he's just super chill, super down to earth. Um. For me, as far as the podcast going and 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 the conversation moving back and forth and and the, the conversation moving along by itself, the best show we've done, I think. It was just so easy to talk to him. You didn't have to look for questions. It, it was just like you're talking to an old buddy. So this is your favorite episode? Uh, it, it is not. Oh, it is not. Okay. But it probably is my second favorite. Let's put it that way. He was definitely like, he was so effusive. He was so loquate. Like he was so, like you said, he was easy to talk to. It felt, it really did feel like more like a conversation other than me shamelessly hitting on him and flirting with him the entire time. The amount of uh, of man crush that was exemplified. That, in that dude was hits great. every button I have. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, for sure. But for a guy that is such a huge and intimidating presence, for a guy his size, for him to be as easygoing, as laid back, as soft-spoken, and as articulate as he is, I'm sure he spent a lot of his life just getting written off at a big, as a big dumb guy, especially since he's jacked on top of being like 6'5 and whatever. Dude's sharp as a whip and very, very well-spoken. Like, that was a great episode to listen to like barring us we're just like feeding him questions and he's just coming back with stuff and giving us really cool deep insights into how this stuff gets made and, and what his roles were and, and how he finds stuff and yeah no a great guy great guy to talk to i uh, hopefully we can have him on again at some point i'd love to have him back yeah oh 100 percent. Right oh, sorry <laughs> no no yeah. go ahead yeah, I was going to say, it would be great to have him on again and also to try and do more podcasts like that, like get more interviews in. Because I feel like people who are actually in the production of the media we enjoy have like a specific perspective and like specific insight that they can share. So mm -hmm. fingers crossed we can try and do more of that. Yeah. And, and guys, if there are specific people that you would like to see on or even if somehow you have some sort of access to certain celebrities that you think we should have on the show let us know give us a hand yeah we would love to anybody have got any connections the out there um but that's a great segue though megan because when we're talking about industry people um i i i do i think need to talk about a specific gentleman that we've now had on twice and uh again i'm going to tell a little bit of a story here um I'm part of a number of online Facebook prop making groups. And this gentleman is one of those gentlemen that's part of a lot of the same groups that I'm part of. Right. So it's, it's the type of person that you interact with on Facebook without ever really knowing who this person actually is. Um, and then we bumped into him at fan expo, fan expo limited. Actually mm. he's in the return. We have a couple shots of him in the return. We met Mr. Ben Eady. Now, Ben Eady, for those of you who don't know, he runs uh, a, a shop called the Foam Armory. 
where he makes and sells not only patterns, but um, die cutting and laser cutting patterns for foam. He essentially is the grandfather of foam chain mail. He invented the foam chain mail. Um, long story short, uh, uh, we met him at Fan Expo 2021 yes, limited. limited and realized that this is a guy that's worked on Ghostbusters and that's been on Adam Savage's tested building stuff with Adam Savage and putting two and two together the of wait a second, I know you. <laughs> and so we started talking and he loved our predator suits because funny enough, yes, Mr. Ben Eady here has worked on two different predator movies. Uh, not only has he worked on two different predator movies, but he's worked on Ghostbusters afterlife and he was here. I think it was November, November 12th, 2021. And uh, we specifically got to chat about the production of Ghostbusters Afterlife. What was it like to be on set and to have to, you know, do what we do for fun, but on a movie set, essentially. This was my favorite episode. I geeked out so much with Ben. Actually, both episodes with Ben. The second time Ben was around, um, he had just gotten off of Fraggle Rock. So we talked a lot, yes. a lot specifically about Fraggle Rock because, I mean, it was a big part of my childhood, and I know it was a big part of of, of Rob's childhood as well. But yeah, the first this episode that we're seeing right now on screen for those that are actually watching us on YouTube with Mister Ben Eady was, what the frack? <laughs> Literally, was this the first time he was on, or the second time he was on? This was the first time he was first on. Time. I can't remember now if it was the first time he was on or the second time he was on when he told us the story about how he built. So I don't know if, if you guys haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. Go see the damn movie or rent it or, or check it out. It's amazing. But in the movie, there's a new kind of ghost trap, and it's a RC ghost trap that, like, friggin' flies, man. Like, the thing goes, goes just as fast as the Ecto-1, and he told us the story of how he built the little RC ghost trap that it ended up getting run over by the Ecto one and he got smashed. <laughs> yeah. He ended up collecting all of the smashed bits, keeping those smashed bits and did something with the studio on their own YouTube channel about, you know, fixing it up and bringing it back to life. And, and, you know, and now it probably lives in a museum somewhere, but yeah, that was, that was that geeked out my little inner child here. Yeah, another guy who had such great insights into a completely different part of the business from when we talked to Matt. So Matt, of course, is on the acting side, whereas Ben is obviously on the production side. So getting to talk to him and getting his insights and, and talking about some of the projects, like especially when he was talking about Star Trek Beyond and designing the like the rotating bridge that he did. Maybe that was mm. in the darkness. The, and the, that blew my mind that that was a physical set. That was a physical set that they did, that they rotated the whole thing. Yeah. And one thing to note, too, especially with Ben, like if, if, if Matt is in a film, he's in the credits automatically. Like if he's in the film, mm -hmm. he's in the credits. Ben, a lot of Ben's work goes uncredited. A lot of guys like Ben that work on that side of things go uncredited. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, some of the stories he was telling us about very specific things like, hey, I know how to design and I'm going to help build this was a movie he didn't receive any credit on, even though he was an integral part of making certain parts of that film. So you're seeing all this talk about the strikes and this and that. There's a reason why all this is happening, kids. Is a lot of cases, 
not only are these people not getting paid what they should be getting paid, sometimes they're not even getting credit for the work they're doing in the industry as well. So mm. Ben was a shining example of that. Again, super, super sharp guy. Great to talk to. Would like to see Ben getting some more credit for the work that he's done because it's Absolutely. incredible, insane, the stuff that he does. His his foam chain mail. That's nuts. So cool. Yeah, it's Perfect. nuts. Yes, yeah, very, very it's cool. ridiculous. Um, yeah. I, I got a little bit of that, those the same kind of stories from uh, Evil Ted when I got the chance to interview Ted, where a lot of the stuff that they do, they make for a company, and it's that company that gets the credit, right? right. That company is in the credit, but all the employees of that company, like all those people that work at Weta Workshop, they're not all in the credits, right? Weta Workshops is in the credits, but the rest of the people... They're just employees, right? So, uh, funny enough, in the news right now, most of the VFX crews that work at Marvel are forming a union, specifically because of all the all the release. Partly what you're talking about, but partly because of all the news stories that have come out recently that the folks over at Marvel have been a little bit not nice to their VFX <laughs> crews, like really slave driving them and making them work long, long, terrible, ridiculous hours. So they're actually unionizing now to, to try to address a lot of what we're talking about now and a lot of the issues in the industry. So again, good on you guys go unions work. It's not all perfect. None of it is, but at least you're going to have someone there to help advocate for you and make sure you're not getting <laughs> work to the bone for little to no pay. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Dan is over here. Jen with the awesome background low. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a pretty cool setup you got back there. You got two Revan helmets behind you, too. I just realized that. Thanks. I put it all Look together myself. Look at you. <laughs> JS doesn't actually make anything. Jen makes it all. We're talking about getting false credit. A little bit of, <laughs> little bit of stolen valor going on here, I think, is going on. But Jen actually makes everything. JS is just like, yeah, I totally made this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the prop shop, you. Keep cranking this stuff out. <laughs> He's actually the one wearing the Revan costume. Little yeah. does anyone know. Yeah. So, yeah. Talking about costumes, uh, before we move on here, uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different at Fan Expo this year. We're, uh, for the first time ever, doing a horror day. Yes. Uh, so we're actually all going to be doing horror-based style cosplays. Um, we've got some guests that are going to be joining us also in horror style cosplays. Have we announced any of that yet? We haven't. Just we have, because... eh? Well, yeah, it's been hard to announce still up in the air, when but... things are still up in the air. Yeah, fair enough. I don't just know so if you want to try to spill understand. some beans earlier or not on some of that. Yeah, but... it's you know, we'll save it till the end to talk about those. Yeah, yeah. but you know, either way, we're going to be doing some horror stuff. So, I say, if you're not going to be horror, Expo, you should be. I would say horror segues well into an episode that I think uh, Rob's going to want to talk yeah. about. Speaking of horror well, and speaking of horror, here we go. So yeah, there was yeah. an episode. I don't know if. It, <laughs> yes, I also feel strongly about this, there, Jeff. Uh, back in Are you October, afraid, Jeff? Are you afraid? Oh, Just bring it! <laughs> so we put it out there to Instagram for what uh, what things we should do for our top tens. I don't know if this was the first top ten or, right, or one. one of the sub subsequent top ones. This was the first one. This was very the very first, first, first top ten. Very first one. And it turned out to be and quite the best one. Controversial <laughs> and divisive. <laughs> it was one of the best ones. Um there was a lot of uh a lot of um friction and uh upset friction. in the ranks here at the Geeks and Co. There was a lot of debate that took place. Jen and I had differing opinions from what turned out from the list but hey we weren't on that episode 
but nope. I had some strong opinions. Episode in the hundred episodes that I sat in the living room and yelled (laughs) to him upstairs (laughs) during the podcast. I'm sure if someone listens to the audio, you can hear me yelling up at the stairs at him. Jose yeah, just was... got a uh, a photo sent to him from the group of us here in Kitchener. I don't know if you yeah. put it in the draft. I, I did not put it in the draft. Opinions. I apologize. But it's five people on a couch giving me the finger. Actually, by proxy, giving me and JS the finger. And uh, our friend Alicia was on that podcast as well. So, so does anyone yeah. who's watching know what uh, episode we're talking about? I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious right now. I we're think talking it. about. The top ten villains of all time. Yeah. Oh, what an episode! Yeah. Um, oh, this is even this is even triggering me right now. You got, a, <laughs> you got a predator in this image, and it wasn't allowed to be on the list. Uh, sadly, the 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 greatest addition to that entire list isn't on there. Where, I don't see the Wicked Witch of the West on there. Yeah, anymore. Well, where is she? I don't. Which seemed to be wow. the triggering event, by the way, just so we all know. Hashtag Dracula wins. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dracula fun. didn't win. Uh, the Joker Dracula ended sure up winning. Didn't. The Joker no. did end up winning, which did spark some debate as well. So, yeah. 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 That, the Joker uh, won. Yep. There you go. Look at that. Dracula's third. Jesus. What do you want? It's way too high. I still think the top three are <laughs> interchangeable. The top two are, well, it's not the right order. It's just, Oh no! Oh please, Megan! Please, uh, what order the right order is? The horror villains. Dracula made it to number one during the horror villains. Okay, that is very yeah. The clarification on that. Yeah, we should have disqualified him. By the way, he should have been able to be on two different lists at the same time. But uh, I I guess (laughs) we have we have some that are like Superman is on two lists. They can be on two two lists. I'm just trying to trigger you guys, and it's working. Yeah, no, you're triggering me because he didn't allow some to be on this list, but they're on two lists. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't yeah, make any sense. Well, I mean, uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Sorry for yeah. So, yeah. guys, everybody, be mad at Michael because it's Michael that suggested the Wicked Witch of the West. So <laughs> yeah. there we go. Michael. I would like to point out that I believe the Wicked Witch of the West would still pass the Robbie's Grandma test, which was we were using as a litmus test to figure out the overall popularity <laughs> of a particular character. I'm pretty sure Robbie's Grandma knows who the Wicked Witch of the West is. So let's would, be honest here: the Wicked Witch of the yeah, the Wicked Witch of the West is what sent Rob off his rockers. <laughs> Guys, so we <laughs> joked at the end of the show because Rob was bitching in the comments about the Wicked Witch of the West. And I was like, oh, watch Rob just show up at my house. Lo and behold, like seven minutes later, bang, 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 bang <laughs> on the door. There's Rob showing up at my friggin' house. Jen was like, "Oh, I'm like, I was getting ready to bed. Get ready, go for." <laughs> She's like on her way to bed. Rob's knocking on the door. I think, I think, do we we have a special reenactment of Rob showing up at my house? Do we know? Jen, can you cue that up? <laughs> She's like, no. I don't know how to do the video with sound. You're gonna have to do that one. 
So let's go to the comments. What's in the comments? <laughs> well, uh, Victoria is saying uh, she's sensing a union forming here. Uh, there's definitely some, uh, some, definitely some, uh, some triggered folks here. Some, some the melon union the melon. is what uh, Megan Avery <laughs> is saying. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know who DM is, but uh, whoever it is, it's just all up in your Dracula is forever. Let's all settle down. Steve over here just sucking up to Jen so much. Wicked Witch was <laughs> got nothing yes. on Dracula. Let's let's all Pretty just accurate. you'll notice Dracula is three and Wicked Witch is ten, guys. It's yeah. not like we put her at the top. Of the, we really wanted to fuck you with you guys. We would have made her number one and watched you all just melt down <laughs> like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Your faces would just melted right off your goddamn skulls. But this made me so angry. It made a lot of people angry, which, I mean, at the end of the day, if we put out the list and everybody's like, yeah, that's pretty much good. I'm not interested in that. There's got to be some conscious. We want people talking about it. And people talked about this. And this kind of led to the reaction to this led to us doing a whole bunch of other top 10 lists that all went, mm -hmm. I mean, better than this one, but they all went the same. There was a lot of talk and a lot of back and forth, yeah. a lot of this is okay and this is not. And yeah, they've definitely some of the some of the most uh, enjoyable, the fun fun ones to be a part of especially yeah. in the audience as a yeah. watcher i don't even i wasn't even on most of these yeah. uh, and they were some of my fu the funnest ones for me to be <laughs> You're just yelling at the screen yeah so fuck you keyboard warrior here yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. can i get my opinion in uh there you go dracula number there's one my dracula yeah hey do we not have uh there's the z there's the alien so we don't have the predator on any of these that's hilarious no nope. we actually had to do that one because of the I don't know where this video is. from the first one too funny because yep, you gotta put it in listen all right one more oh, of these i swear to god justice for biff the shirt's coming kids you can order your own justice for biff shirt at the geeks and co store oh, no. okay well folks i was going to show you the reenactment but i can't find the video it's not in the folder that we've set up for this show so We'll make sure Sorry, we're folks. playing it at uh, on the TV at uh, Fan Expo, guys, at the booth. We'll make sure there we're playing go. that video so that everyone gets no idea where the so. video is. It's in the uh, Fan Expo the, uh, 2023. In the Fan Expo 2023. I think uh, JS and Rob should do a top ten predator countdown. Like, <laughs> like what? Like top ten predator kills, maybe or kills, movies, appearances. What we want. Well, here. there's not 10 movies, so I think that would be difficult, but uh, and I don't think there's 10 appearances either, but there could definitely be top 10 kills for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Predator specific. Yes. Top 10 trophies collected as a predator, top 10. Yeah, it could be all kinds of different. I'd be down for top 10 kills and we could have little clips of uh, the different kills that we like, so. True. <clears throat> Yes, Day Cosplay. That's who DM is. Yes, Day Cosplay uh, will be predatoring with us on Saturday, I believe. She's oh, really? Predator. Yes, she's going to bring her predator on Saturday at Fan Expo. Nice. So, yes, we definitely welcome all different kinds of predators, guys. Please, please bring your top 10 mustaches of all time. I remember, yeah, I remember that one. That's uh, I this still, by the way, talk about. So I get triggered. Nobody gives a fuck. I still get shit from people that's, that are asking me why Tom Selleck is not number one. Do you know how many people have rolled up on me since this list came out? And they're like, those Tom two Selleck. browbeat you into not letting you put Tom Selleck number one. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm well aware. And I remember when you had pitched this one, and I believe JS was not able to attend this one. Correct. And you had done it with Ed or? Ed and Corey were the two Ed that were Corey. on that one. 
Yep. And I remember thinking, okay, and I don't think I had giggled so much. This <laughs> podcast actually made me giggle out loud. Uh, he's a grown ass woman. <laughs> uh, and I think I want to say I believe I don't think he's here, but I think it was Michael that suggested it was the late ad. The two big surprises were Yosemite Sam, which Ed added in late, and then Julius Pringles is what Again? was a late ad. And you know what? I'm starting to think that he needs to be on one of these top tens. Need to get Michael Julius in. Julius Pringles? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who's Julius? He is. He's right there. What are you talking? No. By the way, if you guys have a chance to check out the Monday Night uh, Monday Night Nerd podcast with Michael Myers and Myers Corp, go check it out. But I will say he just released his top ten worst comic book movies of all time. Yeah. And his number one is The Dark Knight. Fuck that, that guy. He's never coming on. <laughs> For any show, yeah, we critique, need let alone a top ten. The worst comic off. movie of all time is The Dark Knight. Are you out of your fucking mind? That is the worst take I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah The Dark Knight is the worst of all time. Did you see the other films that were on that list he put together? Those films are shit. Uh, I'm trying to Jeff remember the number one on the list. On that list on on the mustache list because my mustache kind of comes and goes. I don't have it all the time. It's <laughs> I get a lot of grief when I just have the mustache. So eh, what can you? Not that that stops me, but I I plan facial hair around cosplay specifically. So well, yeah, wait, what? The Dark Knight really was he high? I don't know. He might have been. I don't know what his habits are, but yeah, I yeah, I don't know. That was uh I commented on it on when he posted on Instagram and his comment was I'm never allowed back on the podcast, am I? I said, You sure as <laughs> fuck are not. That's you're done. Your privileges have been revoked. There wasn't some other crap podcast for you at the same time, was there? No, he, no, there sure weren't. No. He's referring no. to the 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 the, the, the he's referring to the movie that changed the rules of the Academy Awards. <laughs> The year it was released, right. they wanted to nominate it for Best Picture, but they only had five slots available, and it would have been number six. So it didn't get a nom. So the next year and all subsequent years, you can have up to 10 movies in the Best Picture category. That movie is why that is. <laughs> really? The Dark yeah. Knight? I dark wasn't night. aware of that. Yeah. And plus, I mean, Heath Ledger, of course, gets the, the, the posthumous uh, Best Supporting Actor for his take and... Yep. I mean, it made over a billion dollars. I think that's a really good marker for whether or not a movie's good or not. Sort of the Transformers movies, and those were dog shit. But I mean, yeah, that really know, means nothing these days. No, granted, the amount of money they make doesn't mean they're a good movie. There's an interesting site out there that I get a lot of my movie news called DarkHorizons.com. I know I'm going off on a tangent, guys. I apologize. Dark Horizons is has been it's an Australian-based website. It's been doing movie and TV and video game news for years and years and years and years. And everything's sourced. Everything else. They put out articles, too, and the one article they put out was, oh, there's Myers Corp. Hi, Jeff. Listen, fucker, you and I are going to have a chat. They put out... <laughs> they ranked Good timing, all, Mike. Yeah. Ah, they ranked timing. All, of the, uh, all of the comic book movies that have ever been. And by the way, guys, movies based on comic books, so whether they were superhero or not, so like American Splendor and History of Violence and Road to Perdition, like anything that was based on a comic book. And what, they, what the site did was they took the critical score from Rotten Tomatoes, the critical score from Metacritic, and the audience score from IMDb. So to try to get as broad a spectrum of scores as possible and then average them out to make an aggregate score and then listed them from top to bottom. So there's over 100 movies in the list. Any movie that's ever come out was based on a comic book. Would you like to know which movie is number one on that list? 
I'm going to say The Dark Knight. It is The Dark Knight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it is the best reviewed and audience appreciated comic book movie of all time. So I think on his on his list it said Dark Knight 2012. Did it not? The 12? Yeah. I'm pretty so. sure he wrote that, which it didn't come out in 2012. The Dark Knight Rises did. So is he talking about that movie? I, uh, I mean, maybe because Dark Knight Rises was really, really, really bad. It wasn't. Like, maybe I mean, you can. That's a different case. You need to I, clarify. I, I mean, right. it wasn't as good. I wouldn't call it the worst. No, no, no. I wouldn't put it at number, all time. No. Like that's. He also has Eternals at number seven, Jeff. Well, I mean, he's just dumb. I'm all done with Michael. That's <laughs> Michael. You and I were breaking up. Breaking up is hard to do, but listen, guys. If you if you don't know Michael, it doesn't matter. Go check out his podcast, Monday Night Nerd. It's right here on YouTube. It's a fantastic podcast. It's just him ranting for an hour. He's a it's a fun listen. When I'm at the gym at that time, I always tune in to at least listen to his pre show. He also does a pre show before his podcast for 15 minutes on Instagram as well. So go check that out. Uh, at that Myers idea? Corp Creations, I believe on instagram hey were you hey there is Teresa. yeah her ears must have been burning earlier yeah, that's right that's our Teresa, friend you're gonna have to go back and listen to the beginning of the show we give you some mad props we didn't by the way talk about her amazing uh cosplayer herding skills that for the photo yeah. meetups i mean that woman takes charge there is no question who's running those meetups when we do them because mm -hmm. i have never oh, seen somebody handle dozens of cosplayers the way Teresa did and got everybody in position got the pictures that she wanted and got out of there it was very very well done and well run and that is a hundred percent on Teresa. so we'll say every yes. time well we've done it twice now and is it twice or, yeah twice now and uh, both times i've had a lot of comments of man she know how to run a friggin' meetup, right? Like it's okay, I want all these guys get set up, move this way, do this. Yeah, yeah. Next. Yeah. Right, like and, then, and then yeah, and then it's just like boom, boom, boom. All right, the next thing. And then boom, like it's not like she's not taking eight hours to set up one shot. Megan yeah. and I were part a few years before that. Megan and I were part of a giant X-Men shoot. And there was like, I don't know, 32 of us or something like that. And for the first shot, just one shot of all of us, how long were we in all that position for that one shot? I think we had to be on that staircase for a solid 15, 20 minutes at least. One picture. One pose, one picture. And then there were still more pictures to come at. Like, And again, I get there was a lot of us, but it wasn't any more of us there than there was at any of these meetups. Yeah. Like our DC meetup was bigger at Fan Expo last year. And yeah. that way. Actually... Being outside for that, that was um, our friend Alex's first fan expo, and uh, he got heat stroke because of his costume and being outside in the sun for that long. Wow. Yes, he was uh, first class Magneto, and uh, so it was almost like a wetsuit that he was wearing with oh, a yeah, foam he, helmet, and yeah, he was... No breathability. Yeah, he was dying, so... Wow. So who was uh, Our friend Alex. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he, was, he was dying. There's there no question yeah, there. I bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was a fun event, and it's not like it wasn't because we got to hang out with all our friends. It wasn't like it wasn't a fun shoot, and getting all the X Men together like that was cool. But man, a lot. Just for it, and then seeing, yeah. yeah, seeing the difference between that and then organization going quickly. I'm like, oh, it can happen fast. It can happen fast. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember talking to Alex, and he was like, "Help me!" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We suffer for the art, kids. We all know this as cosplayers. You know, we all overheat at times. Stay hydrated, bring snacks, all that good stuff. Uh, get out of the sun, the direct sun, if you can help it. And sometimes I'm gonna be lie, I'm not gonna lie, I'm eight years in the game now. Sometimes the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I like getting photos as much as the next guy, but 
a shot like that or a shoot like that, I'm that's probably not in my future, kids. It's it's just not it's just not worth it. I'm not shaming anybody that does like doing photo shoots and likes to do all that kind of stuff. That's great, but man alive. You miss so much of the con doing it, and then you're in this these miserable conditions, and you're holding poses for so long, and you're waiting on this, and it's it's a whole damn thing. So, but hey, to each their own. Speaking of events and getting photos and such, yeah. what, oh Jen, look at you guys. I was gonna say, I, I think I found the footage. If you guys oh. did, yes. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can uh, get this going here. So this, guys, is the night of the top 10 villains. We got off the air, and we hadn't been off the air for I, – I, it couldn't have been more than 10 minutes <laughs> when this happened. What the fuck, Jess? Jess, Jess. What the Dramatic. fuck, Jess? Yeah. talk about this villains episode. Let me in, Jess. <laughs> Let me in, Jess. Let me in, Jess. Let me in. This is BS. Come on, man. That episode was ridiculous. What the hell's going on? Let me in. What the fuck, man? The Wicked Witch of the West? Like, what the hell? We got to talk about this. <laughs> That's pretty much Wait, how it I went. Mean, that's pretty much how it right? went. And then Jen standing there, like, in her jammies with a glass of water. Like, you were fired up, too. You're like, I know, right? I know. <laughs> Yeah, these guys were not happy with our top ten. And good, uh, I can't wait you know. to do one that's going to piss everyone off again. Yeah, yes. I mean, right, not there yet. We've had some questionable ones for sure, but nothing mm -hmm. like that one. Mm -hmm. We got to come up. By the way, guys, some top ten uh, suggestions would be fantastic. Throw them out yeah. there. Let us know what top tens you guys want us to do, and uh, we're happy to do them. I'm sure. So they're mm -hmm. so fun. <clears throat> yeah, hundred percent. Do enjoy. I think uh, we need to do a redo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there any new villains over the last year that might make the list? Something. Oh, maybe. maybe. Well, apparently, Heat Stroke, the lesser known supervillain, it's taken down more <laughs> yeah. heroes than anyone. Fair enough. I came in at number eleven after that. After that video, we just watched Jeff. Yeah, uh, Rob the bad guy comment. came in at number, number eleven. I came in at number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top ten '80s movies. That would be cool. It's very niche, yes. but I would be down for that for sure. Yeah. yeah yeah we did a retro toys one and so that would definitely be sort of along those same lines for sure well the retro toys episode who was wasn't, one, who was number wasn't, one? Uh, i believe it was uh lego anyway so no, moving right along moving no, right along it wasn't here we go uh not to steal the spotlight but there is something i do want to talk about because not only have we started to do uh, guest appearances at with the booth at Comic Cons. We also thought we would run our own event, and we did that this year, May the fourth, in London, Ontario. Uh, Star Wars Day, May the fourth, be with you. Uh, that was with London Brewing Cooperative, uh, which you can see established here in 2014. So our good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator, uh, Crazy Mike Cosplay, lives very close to London Brewing and has a great relationship with the people that run. And by the way, it is a true cooperative. So everything they do, they do it as a group. There isn't just like a, a person, like there's not a CEO and then there's underlings or whatever. Everybody's got a piece of the business, so they all make decisions together. And we spoke to them about hosting an event uh, because on Thursdays, which is when May the 4th took place uh, for 2023, 
uh, is also their trivia night. So we're able to kind of roll everything in. We started the event at three. All the geeks got there. Uh, CTV News came out. They did a little article and a little feature piece on us. And we got a chance to work with London Brewing for the venue. And then we got a chance to work with these really cool guys called the Dad Club of London. And Dad Club works in conjunction with Ronald McDonald House. Mm -hmm. And so we had a huge raffle for a bunch of different prizes. Producer Jen was cool enough to email a bunch of local businesses in London and get them to donate prizes. Uh, Tilt, uh, um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, the Junction Climbing the Center, climbing. we had Grand Theater, we had the London, London Music Hall, London Comic Con, Shockstock. Mm -hmm. JS made this dope ass Revan helmet that people could buy and use. Uh, London Brewing Co-op put in some, some swag as well. Uh, and we raised nearly $500 for the Ronald McDonald House through uh, just the raffles. And then London Brewing Cup was also cool enough to, uh, Rob, you still got that uh, that beer handy with you? I do. <clears throat> cool enough to brew a beer specifically for the event. It is a honey lager. Everything London Brewing does, by the way, is all organic. The hops they use is all organic. Everything's organic. They actually have beehives in the parking lot across the road from their their brewing cooperative so they just went out and grabbed some honey and poured it in and they did a honey lager they did it in their pilot test system which was a smaller keg but that keg was gone by seven and the cans were all sold out by eight o'clock so rousing success for that event uh yeah, yeah we didn't make nearly the end of the evening i had i think two beers and and they were gone and i was like yeah. well, yeah, like I came all the way to freaking London to drink this beer and it's gone after two, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great working with Dad Club, Ronald McDonald House, great organization. I've used them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have also uh, used Ronald McDonald House in the past. So we did a live podcast from the event as well. You can see me running my ever, never stopping mouth uh, as I typically do. And uh, that's actually outside of the back patio. Uh, yeah, and it was just... It was a great event. Then when the trivia kicked in, that place was packed. Like, oh my god, you couldn't move in that place. Um, so yeah, there's a reason why everything sold out the way it did, and the raffles went so well. The trivia went amazing, and they're very hyped to have us back for next year. It's on a Saturday next year, guys. By the way, too. So free comic book day and Star Wars day will be both be on the same day. So hopefully that you're going to see the geeks maybe do both of those events in one day morning early afternoon we'll do free comic book day and then later afternoon into the evening we'll do star wars day it'll be a whole giant <laughs> geek day so jeff the space hobo that's correct sir that is correct uh i have already been talking uh cory saying blue milk stout certain we're not trying to sell us a, a blue milk stout in spring that's never going to happen so uh we have talked with them though we're talking about doing a golden ale and calling it twin sons for the twin sons of tatooine so um yeah so we'll see what happens but yeah please guys come on out support this one it was for a great cause we'll be doing it again hey and there's editor megan getting there too with her ray um js and his revan with the the wrong cloak but he made it work he was so mad oh dude don't even remind me man you like, were I was so mad so pissed that i forgot my cloak at home <laughs> and had to use this cheap ass ugly cloak every single picture from that day i looked like a friggin moron like ugh. like what were a kid and you tied a towel around you like yeah, <laughs> the super, yeah, the super yeah. i even asked him when he was figuring out the fan expo lineup and he said revan for the friday and i said hmm, you want to redeem the cloak don't you <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how, by the way, off topic, but I love how he said it was going to be like sci-fi Friday so we wouldn't be tied into Star Wars cosplays and all four of us are doing Star Wars cosplays. Well, I mean, uh, and that bears questioning with the fact that there's going to be some, you know, prominent Star Trek uh, actors there. Uh, Not till Saturday, Sunday, though, unfortunately. So, uh, really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At least I know uh, Pike and, and Spock are not there until Saturday. So, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. But I'm not sure about uh, Michelle Hurd or Gates McFadden. Maybe they're there a little bit earlier. I don't know. But if you're watching and, this uh, live, we saw a bunch of, of our viewers, our regulars here. Uh, oh, they're gone now. But we saw Ali. We saw Richard, who's been on recently. We saw Keith in there. Uh, we saw Erica was there. Corey Erica was there. Erica was there. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was. A, yeah, it was a fun day. It was our first official event. Like it was our event. Yeah, with our name on it. Yep. And uh, I'd like to think it was a success. It was a good time. I, Everybody I loved like it. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. So it must be because they want us back for next year. So. Well, there you go. Keep your ear to the ground on that one, guys. May the 4th, so Saturday this coming year in 2024, May the 4th, we will be back at London Brewing Co-op with another event. And, uh, yeah, should be a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, if there's any moments or episodes that you want us to talk about, let us know right now because we're getting to the end of our list. We're getting right back around to the top of the hour. So this is the time to pipe up if you want us to talk about uh, anything specific. I did want to bring up, I mean, this is a good time to, I guess, with the fact that we were live from the Star Wars day, but our first time we went live at a con was Fan Expo 2022. Was it March 2022? I'm trying to read through my thing here. So Toronto? No, it's Comic-Con 2022. Comic-Con 2022. Oh, yes. They're all blending together. They are all well, blending together. Been, yeah, we didn't have a booth at this one. We were just we all did there not. as patrons type of thing. So, And this was the first convention, full-fledged convention back from COVID. So mm-hmm. this was not a like limited edition like Fan Expo was. This was a full-fledged Comic-Con, shit ton of people, crowded oh. as friggin' nuts. And here we were walking through the crowd for the first time, security asking us, you got have media passes. Uh, anyway, it, it, it was a crazy time, but it's become a standard for us now. Now we don't do a show without going live on Instagram. We don't go to a convention without going live on Instagram. It's kind of become our thing. I kind of feel like, and we've got a lot of good comments from people who can't be there. Just love it because they get to see what these cons are all about. It's very fun. Couple guys saying uh, not episode ninety nine, they were they were big fans of that. Talking to Kareem and Ira, talking about yes. uh, inclusivity and diversity in, in cosplay and such. So uh, th- yeah, by the way, we'd never had Ira or Kareem on the show before, so getting them on was uh, was a treat, especially for me. I know both of those gentlemen; I've worked with them both before, so getting them on the podcast was uh, was pretty dope. And you can see some shots mm. of Comic Con twenty twenty two here. Oh yeah, this is the first one new. It was the first one back. Everybody was there. Everybody. Every single person. I would say most of the people in this chat, barring some of the people in London, obviously, but most of the people in this chat were at this show. There's Christina right there. Uh, Listen, we're not going to stop doing this. We're not going to stop going live from con floors. I feel like I said it's become our thing. 
Uh, we're going to keep doing it. We enjoy doing it. We love talking with you guys live. Um, there's Marianne and her frog lady. Um, <laughs> this is this is why right here we originally decided we wanted to have a booth at Fan Expo. Hey, who's that? There you go. That's Miss hey, Megan right hey, there. So I guess it came down to we did this live, and then we were like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we had an actual booth? That we could do our podcast from at Fan Expo. That's what started the conversation, yeah. right? Like, you, we'd have a place to sit. It'd be fun. Yeah, place to sit, store all of our stuff. That way, we can actually yeah. change into costumes and not be swarmed and lugging but, everything around. But come on, a booth of Fan Expo? Pff, we're not going to get a booth of Fan Expo. That's silly. And then producer Jen goes, "Hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, it's three weeks before the show. No, it's actually six weeks before the show when we find out. No. How long before the show did we find out we were going to be there? Yeah, it was about six weeks. Six yeah, weeks before about the show? Yeah, because we were in Quebec, and we were ordering stuff. That's right. Prepare for the show while we were in Quebec. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Funny how the tables have turned. <sighs> anyway. Two. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks to go. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, guys, we're gonna keep doing lives from shows. I I think, you know, it's it's kind of become on brand with what we do. And I think our are present really liking it. And let's mention also after the lives that we that you guys did from Fan Expo. Not I know it wasn't the first one, which is what you just saw. Um, that we got some good responses and thank you messages on Instagram where people couldn't make it for whatever reason. And it gave them the feeling like they could see what was going on, that they could feel a part of it. Uh, and I thought that that was a really nice message that we got from one of our followers that were like, okay, we are doing the right thing. This is what we need. And no one else does it. Just the Yeah. And I think um, coming in after the top two YouTube videos we talked about earlier, the next four or five are all our live videos from the con floor. So yep, they are pretty popular. So. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yep. Yeah, people like them. It's fun. Yeah, and and you know, our whole presence at Fan Expo was based around that premise to begin with. So we get to go cosplay at cons and put on a show, you know, and 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 then, you know, our only obligation is to do a little bit of a live for, you know, an hour a day, right? Like Yep. wander when we not? can and hang out at the booth when we can't because it's too packed and yeah interview different cosplayers and different vendors and yeah try to get yeah exactly what the intention was try to give you guys a floor level look at how the con looks and what it's like to be there and so that's our first a, booth you're seeing here the preview of the booth yeah yeah so let's talk about the booth for a second we when we got there so we you know we, we were told we had a booth six yeah. weeks in advance we didn't know what to prepare for we get there Nothing set up. There's like sure three hours to go. There's no pipe and drapes, nothing. We had no idea what we're going to get in terms of a booth size, thinking we're going to get like an eight by eight. And then they give us this space. So you can go back to the videos to show this space. We're thinking we're getting an eight by eight. We end up with what a 30 by 10 in the front and a 20 by 10 in the back. Yeah, we had a back room, big giant back room. Yeah, that back room was dope. Yeah, it was made everything. Yeah so much better. well it gave us the opportunity to like I, I something people might not i mean actually i say that but a lot of people probably know and understand that if you're a cosplayer 
and you're in a cosplay that hits home with people, it'll take you three hours to get through that con floor. So if I need to go from the south building all the way to the north building to get to my hotel room to get out of that costume, I'm not getting out of that costume. You're sure not. Right? No. So I'm sweating for, you know, 12 hours or whatever it is in that predator suit. Having that back room gives us the opportunity to go back there, take the suit off or take parts of the suit off anyway, and take a break and sit down and have lunch. And, you know, it also gave us the opportunity to host other cosplayers with these big yeah, costumes. That's that what I'm seeing. My favorite Comic-Con moment look. with you guys was last year at Fan Expo 2022, which you're seeing footage of now. You guys turned that cosplay area into a party, and, and Nate is saying the same thing. The booth is the perfect meetup spot for lost cosplayers and solo cosplayers, great community space. So that's definitely what we're going for. That's that's mm -hmm. what we wanted to do. Is is I think Andrew from Ill Gotten Hugs, who we've had on the podcast, said it best too. You guys gave a spot for wayward cosplayers to come and hang out. So yeah, that's what we try to do now at all the shows. Yep. He's a good. Mm -hmm. We're hoping we're going to keep doing it, at least for the next little while. Um, as far as confirmed shows, we're going to be at London Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. and we're going to be, be at uh in windsor at uh windsor. northern national at northern national yep uh yep. northern national toy show no i forget what it's called no. it's the full name northern, northern national, national collection or collectors or whatever but it's uh we're part of the fan experience which is the, the right yeah the northern national collectors convention right That's, yeah there's another little uh scene here from uh fan expo last year where the Spider-Verse literally took over our booth when we, it was me and Doc Ock and Robin Vulture. Mr. Jeff in his Spider-Man suit and attracted, like you can see, probably like 30 different Spider-Men's and, and, and girls. And holy cow, was that crazy. Like the crowd that just showed up to take pictures was nuts. That, I think, was the moment when I realized, okay, we're, we're on to something here. Like people want to hang out and, and people want to, a spot to do things and people want more in, interactive yep. than just, yeah. you know, vendor after vendor, right? Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, you go to these shows and Artist Alley is amazing, right? You've got some people that make amazing things. So simple. You know, I, I'll give you one example. We've got... Uh, uh, a couple friends actually of the show that have booths that make things that sell them at let me back up Debbie for giving an example right our friend Debbie who Debbie. has been on the podcast multiple times now uh, darkly designed on Instagram makes these amazing things out of geeky fabrics little bags and little bow ties and things like that and and so there's a, there's a lot of amazing people in Artist Alley but there's also like row after row after row after row of essentially just a big giant flea market, right? And it's the same thing at every show. And I feel like the cosplay community wants to go to the show and have something to do other than just go through the same flea market over and over, right? And 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 that's that moment was the moment that I realized people want something else, right? People need something else to do at these shows yeah because something Absolutely. to do that doesn't require you shopping is yeah. great yes yeah. <laughs> conventions are expensive enough as it is man 
Well, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of these people are from out of town too, right? So you're coming from out of town. So you're just talking about a hotel. You're talking about gas. You're talking about the tickets to the show yep. for the weekend. I mean, you're spending three, four, five, six hundred dollars for your weekend. Yep. And then when you get there, then you, all you got to do is spend more money because there's nothing else to do. No, they, people want a value add and things, and to, do. things yep. to do. And and I feel like we've we've brought a little bit of that. And, and case in point for at Toronto Comic Con, you know, we had Anthony with Cosplay Alliance right next to us, you know, and we had the Steampunk Society across from us. And we had the Canon 360 booth right at the end. We, you could tell Nikon. we were that. Sorry, the Nikon. I'm sorry, guys. It's Nikon. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we sorry. I'll go back and edit that after the fact. I'll, I'll bleep that out. No goes our sponsorship, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nikon 360 booth. Um, you could tell people that that was the spot where everybody was revolving around constantly all weekend. So, yeah. you know, thanks for coming. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for hanging out. That's why we do this. Um, Hopefully, we're going to be able to keep doing more. Uh, let's see here in the comments. Oh, yeah, the Nikon 360 booth, Michael. Right by you guys being so close. Nikon 360 booth right by you guys. Was fun being so close to your booth. I hope that happens again. Um, I mean, they may be yeah. at the show. They may be at Fan Expo. Um, will we be? Oh, no. I hope so. I feel like uh, Comic-Con had did the right thing and kind of put all of us, the community, interactive booths together. Yes. And I think the vendors have a place at the con and the interactive cosplay fan experiences have a place at the con. So everyone wants to do so. There are some people who want to go there and spend money and that's okay. But yeah. there's other people who are there for all four days who maybe don't and want to do something else. And they grouped us all together there at fan expo. I don't remember that sense of this is a community area. It was kind of a shove them at the back. So I'm hoping fan expo this year takes some notes from what they did for comic-con and does that again, maybe a little bit more space would be nice. Cause those, uh hallways we'll call alleyways were a little tight like at one point yeah. i think i came out of the booth to take a picture and it was like getting caught in a yeah. in a river yeah. of salmon yeah. and i'm like oh my god, god. bye like <laughs> right? i need back in the booth Let me back in. I, I, I was out and i came back people. in so i mean there were some pros and cons but i feel like they put the right booths together they put us in the right area it was very interactive and those who were not there necessarily to go shopping that's where they wanted to hang out so i'm hoping we see that at fan expo uh because it was a great area the comic-con setup was was great we just needed more space my understand well i mean our understanding from the discussions we've had with them is that's kind of what they're going for again at fan expo where a lot of the community stuff will be in the north building this year the well, celebrities we are gonna really confirm well nothing's so. confirmed but that was the plan right it's having a lot of the, the community stuff in the north building uh the celebrities in the north building cosplay alley in the north building and 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 having the interactive stuff in the north building and the vendors in the south so i don't know We'll have to see. It'll be it, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, Michael says, no <laughs> "Just no crepes, please." Yeah, leave the crepes at home. We don't need those damn no crepes. crepes. 
want crepes for you. I want crepes now, but good crepes, not those crepes. Uh, this is maybe for you, Jeff. Uh, Rogue Nine saying pass the information on Jer- to Jeremy at Northern Nationals. I'm sure he'd love the input. Um, for sure. And that's I, one I of the things. I Jeremy pretty much, not quite every day, but I talk to Jeremy weekly. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not a problem. Yeah. I think uh, um, I mean, that's one of the things we, we, we were talking about with Fan Expo is being able to bring that value out of having that boots on the ground input that we can at least feed them information with, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this has been good. William Hansler saying I, I, congratulations I, I, on the 200th episode of the I know every episode feels like it's twice as long as it is, but <laughs> I promise you it's only been 100. Just this one. Yeah, 100. But hey, man, that's that's it's there. We'll we'll get there. We'll, just another two years. We'll get there for 200. <laughs> We'll get our watch uh, hours by then. That's yeah. Right. If you guys keep following us and you keep watching us and you keep hitting that su- like and subscribe button, we'll keep doing this. Yep. <laughs> Wrap it up, kids. Take it home, JS. Yeah, I mean, we've been on for a little over an hour now, so it's kind of that time. Um, yeah, is there any last thoughts or moments that you guys wanted to talk about from the last couple of years? I mean, there's so many things that we've Let's done. A comment that I saw earlier that really resonated with me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to scroll back up and find it in time. But uh, when they were talking about episodes they really enjoyed. Oh, there we go. Wraith27 was saying that they also really liked the podcast when they were talking about uh, positivity, body positivity in cosplay. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done that twice. We did two at this point. Once. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys uh, did another one for it. And, and like, then we did oh, another was- one. I always have complicated feelings about those ones because I feel like it's something we need to talk about, but then it just brings everyone talking about their worst experiences at a con. Yeah, well, that's why we did it. But then it loops back around and it's good. It's good information and it's good to make sure that people know how to deal with that and that there is support and still good things. I mean, talking about it is the whole point, right? I mean, the more you talk about it, the more you bring awareness to it, the more you bring awareness to it hopefully the less people will be fucking idiots right but i mean when we did but we yeah for sure um when we did that episode you you brought up an insight that i let me not i but that people don't tend to think about when you think about body positivity and and you know being super tall and lanky versus somebody that perhaps is, is is overweight there's two sides to every coin that we don't always think about, right? And and that's why I feel like those conversations are sometimes important. If not to bring that other side of the coin that maybe people don't necessarily see or think about because it's not their experience, right? So if you don't experience something, you're not necessarily going to think about those things or connect about those things. And, and I've the first one to admit, I've said some stupid shit to people that I've looked back and said, oh my God, I was a what am I doing? What am I saying? Right. So, you know, when you don't think of these certain things, sometimes you'll say or do things that maybe to you seem fine, but are completely inappropriate. And I feel like those conversation, at least if people are hearing what we're saying, yep. some people might think twice before saying stupid shit in the future, you know? Yeah. I was saying the having to get on for that is super helpful because you get all those different perspectives and opinions and mm-hmm. you get to hear from people who don't have the same life experiences that you do. 
Yeah. Which is the point of us having these conversations in the first place and bringing up these topics, right? Uh, Megan Avery saying she liked it when not possible went to Calgary. That was a cool way to see a con that mm -hmm. I couldn't make it out to. Um, Dana saying, you guys, good interviews. And when Alex and I joined for the movie Prey, we felt welcomed and safe to express. We felt so nervous, but you were always so kind. Well, I mean, we try to make it as welcoming an environment as <laughs> yeah, we can. No need to be nervous with us. I mean, <clears throat> no, unless you're making a top 10 villains list and then things get real fucking <laughs> dicey around here. Let me tell you. You should be nervous of Rob knocking at your door. That's right. <laughs> not be as nervous you can see, doing the he's podcast not super with us. subtle about it. A little bit aggressive <laughs> over there. There's a reason. Okay, we're safer down guy. here. He would need to do like an hour and a half drive to come yeah. and knock on our door. I'd cool off by the time I got to London. Yeah. <laughs> Rob gets his like, oh, just give me a fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> Michael saying the same thing. Keep talking about body positivity coming from some guy who gets it daily. Yeah. I mentioned when I was talking with uh, Ira and Kareem when we were talking about cultural diversity and, and, and inclusivity and such that I would like us to keep going with all the different things that we've talked about before. So not just body positivity, but talking about ageism in cosplay, talking about yeah. Uh, handicapped or certain abilities and disabilities that people have, physical limitations. I, I, I would like us to do a series and interview people that have skin in the game talking about their experiences as far as the different ways that we all cosplay, because cosplay is for everyone, but we have to keep putting that message out there over and over and over again. But again, sure it's, those, gets that. it's those people with their experiences that really inform us on these things that we would never think of because we don't experience some of the things that other people do, right? So it's important to have those people on. I've said dumb things about cosplays, and it was Jeff that pointed out to me in a roundabout manner that I was looking at things wrong. Um, I don't, you, know, you, have to, you, have to, you have to let me know on that, Kyle. I'm not sure what we're talking about, but I'm, I'm glad that, that that's, that's something that we've been able to help, you know, uh, as, as our buddy Eric is saying here, that I've been on a soapbox here for the last seven years. Cosplay is for everyone, mm -hmm. and it really is. So that's a message that we got to keep putting out there. And we don't want to be discrimination, and we don't want to we don't want to be shits. We don't want to be miserable shits to other people, unless they're assholes. They deserve it. But that's a whole other conversation for some other time. Unless you're Jeff and Jamie. <laughs> that's right, and that's that's all in good fun. Right up until you find me diced up in her freezer. <laughs> and then you got Megan Avery saying, I need a reenactment of, of Jen in her PJs when Rob busted Drink in hand, mad look on her face. Rob's like, what the fuck is that? And Jen's like, I know, right? Oh, yeah. The slippers came off. The drink went down. The alcohol came out. I'm like, I know, I'm pouring my own drink. Like, this is bullshit. Fucking Wicked Witch of the West. The one comment, if I can finish off uh with this one this is actually my son and this is i think the only time i've ever seen him on hey josh was on uh this was earlier um and and that i think means a lot to me and i think we can all agree to thank the support of our families and allowing us to spend this time each week or random weeks i know it's a lot of work and even though i'm not on all the time i'm often in the background and if i'm not in the background i'm driving my kids around and doing different events and i'm telling them to be quiet in the car because i've got the podcast the podcast going on in my car and i've got it on bluetooth so there's a lot of patience i think with our families because we dedicate so much time not only for the podcast but for geeks and co and i don't think any of us would be here with smiles on our faces if our families didn't support that and be patient with us and celebrate that so thank you joshua um, and a big thank you to all of our families and supporting people around us that allow us to put so much effort into this. 
Yeah. Rob, Absolutely. you got any uh, last words? Or you're also yeah. sometimes downstairs yelling. Yeah, that's your feeling. <laughs> Shaking her fist. No. Um, guys, if you haven't seen, we've got our Fan Expo lineups up on the Geeks & Co. channel. Actually, they're up on all of our pages, oh, yeah. but it's uh, all of them are up on the Geeks & Co. page on Instagram. So go check them out. Um, just so everybody knows, we're doing a horror on Friday. That's right. Thursday. Thursday. Sorry, Thursday. <laughs> Thank you. Friday is Sci Friday. That's right. We're all doing Star Wars, funny enough. We should have just called it Star Wars Day, but you know, we wanted to leave it open for other people that may want to do other sci-fi stuff that's not necessarily Star Wars. Doing Villains Day on Saturdays. Of course, me and Rob are going to be doing our Predators. You know, I mean, you can't go to a con and not do the Predators at least one day. <laughs> Still can't believe you make that sound. I do not like it. <laughs> boys, boys got skills with his mouth. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, then we're Sunday. Doing a horror day? Oh, I heard oh, you wrong. Horror. A horror. horror. I heard horror. you wrong. I'm going to need to change mine. <laughs> By the way, Rob, we need to. Are you to doing sexy that, Myers? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need to reproduce that picture. Rob is going to be Michael Myers on Thursday. Uh, we totally need to get a shot of you. And redo this specific picture as you in there. Yes. Sunday, guys, is DC Day. Uh, obviously, we are the Batman. Let's be honest; cannot not be at the show. The Batman will be there. The Riddler is going to be there. Poison Ivy is going to be there. Unfortunately, Mister Freeze is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. It is immeasurable, and my days. I know, Big Boo. Uh, guys, don't worry. I'm not giving up on Freeze. Freeze will be coming. Um, I've just had a little bit of, or a couple setbacks and now, well, now we're a couple weeks yeah, away and it's just time. Yep. running at a time and, yep. and I'm tr- we're trying to plan the rest of the con. <clears throat> yep. So that's more important than building a new costume right now. So unfortunately I will just be doing my plain old red hood again on the Sunday, Jeff, maybe you can bring that chest plate, you know, reminisce on the old school red, of course. Hood, Absolutely. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, so that's going to be my plans for fan expo. Um, Sorry, that's going to be our plans for Fan Expo. Actually, I'll be doing Jason Voorhees, Revan, Predator, and then Red Hood. Those are my four days. Nice. Jeff, you are? I am Negan. I am Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am debuting a new cosplay uh, that is a classic Loki. So I have the suit. I have a picture of myself in the suit. It is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I pick up the fully assembled and painted helmet tomorrow. So I am, in fact, good to go for Classic Loki on Saturday. And then Sunday we will be the Batman uh, one more time. So excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's my lineup. There you go. There's Jess. Yeah. I've already spoiled it, but yeah, yeah. That is obviously not me as Jason, but, you know, close enough. There we go. Then for mine, I'm going to be uh, Frankie from The Walking Dead because I do not have anything related to horror so that's my my shoe in for thursday we're gonna fix that megan i yes but not not in time for fan expo. <laughs> not in time for fan expo but we're gonna fix that yep and then uh friday i am wearing my ray uh saturday is going to be jareth with a ancillary ancillary uh costume to change into if my feet protest so comfort option and then uh sunday is going to be a new poison ivy i am working on that currently and erica is working on my wig and i'm very excited 
I was speaking with Kid, and Kid might also be doing his Jareth on Saturday. So, oh yeah, nice the Jareth off, nice. I was say uh, <laughs> seven. I don't know if uh, they watched the podcast, but they're also doing uh, Jareth for Saturday. Who? You need to say that very carefully, uh, Jack. <laughs> yes, and then another, another cosplayer. They are one of the the guests for Fan Expo. Ah, nice, very cool. Uh, there you go. Mr. Rob the Bad Guy, so I am Myers on Thursday. Friday doing Kylo Ren, which I've never done before, so that's going to be a brand new one for me. <laughs> Saturday, Mr. Predator, number two. And Sunday, going to be the ying to Jeff's yang. I'm going to do the Riddler. Yeah. Ying my yang, buddy. Woo! Yeah. So, yeah, that's my my lineup. <clears throat> yeah, And I'm, we, uh, I'm just going to be a Geeks & Co. person all days. No cosplay for me. Just our friend yeah. and our uh, photographer friend. Uh, she's going to be Lydia on Thursday and Brienne of Tarth for our Game of Thrones fans on Saturday. Mm -hmm. nice. 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 Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we might be able to bring uh, some other people. Don't, don't spoil beans that you can't commit to. At the lineup. <laughs> Yes, hopefully, guys. We just so you Wait, guys you know, Star we, won't, Trek. we won't spill the beans necessarily, but we have reached out to several different cosplayers yes. to feature them at the booth. So once we get information exactly on where the booth is going to be located, what size it's going to be, confirmation on all of that, we'll start announcing the different cosplayers that have agreed to be guests at the booth over the course of the four days. So there'll be some familiar mm. faces, some newer faces. So stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, by the way, guys, too, if and especially if you know you're going to be at London or if you know you're going to be at Windsor and you'd like to be featured at the booth, reach out to the Geeks and Go account and talk to us. And I'm sure we can theme you up or set something up and, mm. and have you at the booth for an hour or two. We'll schedule you in. We'd love to have you. We can't talk about our booth being a, a you know a, a resource for cosplayers to come and hang out with if we're not having any cosplayers come and hang out <laughs> at the booth. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you want to be a featured guest, man, we'd love to have you. Reach out and let us know for sure. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Rob, do you have any yeah. closing thoughts before we uh, we wrap this up? I know I think Megan and Jen have got theirs out, and I'm sure JS no. and I will close this thing out. But you got anything no, you want I to don't say have any we... uh, closing thoughts, Dad. No, I think, uh, I think you guys you guys got it. Your video of storming J JS's place is enough to. That was my contribution. That's nice. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Wonderful contribution. Uh, I want to thank everybody here in the channel. Obviously, um, everybody. Someone mentioned before we've all got our roles, right? And JS gets started everything. Uh, Jen keeps us all going. Uh, Rob makes all the coolest shit, and Megan looks us all look fantastic on the internet. So, and the fact that we all get to do this together live and in person too, which we'd never thought we'd get to do before, is uh, is fantastic. Uh, but who I want to thank the most is you guys. Uh, this mm -hmm. doesn't exist without you guys tuning in week after week after week. So the geeks and co. I love uh, my brothers and sisters here, and and we love the families that put up with our bullshit through this. But we're nothing without you guys, without the fans and the constant listeners and the constant viewers that tune in week after week to support the show, and then come out to the cons to support us at the booths and such. So thank you, thank you, thank you for getting us to hundred. We hope to see you for the next hundred and beyond. So that's all I got. What do you, what say you, their leader, Captain Compadre? Beginner, I think you've uh, I think you've said it uh, uh, I think it said it all. I think you've said it very well. I think a big thanks to everybody that watches us, everybody that comes to the conventions, um everybody that supports us whether it be our family or friends, um all the people that think we're weirdos dressing up. Hey, thanks for supporting us anyway because we are weirdos dressing up. 100%. You know, <laughs> thanks to you guys 
the five on this screen plus the two that are missing. I've said that earlier. Um, you know, you guys make it what we are, but do we have another hundred in us? Yeah, I really, really like to think so because Fuck, I'm not yeah, going to stop. Do. I don't care if people are not, yeah. not going to watch. I'm still going to do it because I like being an idiot on the internet and I like hanging out with this other idiot on the internet. So I think I'm going to say until next week, folks, make sure you stay geeky and we'll see you next time. What? No weird outro. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.